hard to see you all, but I know you're out there somewhere. <laughs> and I also know you're not out there. You're part of the same consciousness that is our oneness. The music really summed up all the wisdom in the world, so there's nothing more to be said. Tatwamasi, thou art that. Very ancient Mahavakya. I am that. That which is the I of the individual is actually the supreme presence. Duality is an illusion. There is one self. And each of us is that. Can we feel the truth of that Mahavakya? Do we resonate with it? Do we surrender to that truth? Do we realize the bliss that comes with that realization? There's really nothing more to know or to study. Because in that state, when the individual eye has returned to that, to the Supreme One, to the realization that you were always that and eternally shall be, then the journey of karma on this wheel of reincarnation, of multiplicity, is complete. Tat Tuamasi is the sound of our graduation ceremony. The angels will be singing that as we rise to the Supreme Light. in that realization all suffering falls away all fear all the narcissistic wounds carried by the ego can finally be enjoyed from God's strange sense of humor and that divine supreme perspective heals all in this world, in all worlds. And there is no one left to need to do anything. Because all that happens occurs within the dream of God in absolute perfection.
realization of that Shiva, Allah, Buddha. The mind of the ego is silenced. And there is no longer any obstruction to the radiance, the supreme light that is love and truth. And that is our nature. That is our beingness. And so many people ask the question, but if that is our truth, why are we cut off from that? Why does it seem so difficult? And there are two levels. There is the collective level of obstacle that comes from the commands you've received from culture, from religion itself, not only in this life, but in many future, in past lives, in some cases future lives, but lives in which the sanskaras of not being allowed to realize the radiance remain frozen in our unconscious. You know, there was a great Muslim saint and sage named Al-Halaj, who is famous for experiencing the ultimate samadhi and realization, and he came out crying in bliss, Anal-Haq, Anal-Haq, which is Arabic for, I am that, I am the Supreme Real. It didn't take long before the clerical authorities took him away and he was executed for that statement. Because the realization of non-duality is forbidden not only in Islam but in Judaism and Christianity in their current forms, not in their original forms. But non-duality, the realization of our oneness, has always been the enemy of the ego that appropriates all religious institutions. Because if everyone is that, then what makes the Pope special? What makes the mullahs special? Why does anyone need a priest? You don't need any intermediary if I am that. It's not that I need him to be that. No, I am that. And so, the institutions that wanted to control our level of consciousness were very careful to eliminate that possibility from our dogmas in the West. They couldn't do it in the East because of the yogis. The yogis had already established their network of ashrams and of writings and of 
higher consciousness that acted as a safety valve. It wasn't part of the Brahmin tradition. It wasn't part of any priesthood. Yogis are all freelance. And they're not limited by any belief system. And so they are able to go beyond the Shastras and the Sutras and the dogmas even of the Vedas or of any other holy scripture to realize for themselves the Absolute Truth. And now the good thing about the fall of the religious institutions from power and the separation of church and state is that we have that freedom again in the West. And we can return to the sources of non-duality that are there in the Christian tradition, in, even in, among the Catholic saints who kept it going below the radar screen as much as possible although sometimes they did get burned at the stake as well, but for the most part, they were careful to state the truth between the lines. And the same was true in the Hebrew tradition with the Essenes and later with Kabbalists. So we have it in East and West. And it came forward in esoteric traditions like Hermeticism and alchemy. But now we are free without fear of Al-Halaj's fate occurring to us. A fully, fully blossoming into the radiance of the oneness. And yet so few of us take advantage of that, of our freedom to realize the Absolute and to live in the bliss of God-consciousness. Because having replaced the old religions is a new religion called Scientism that won't burn you at the stake for expressing that truth, but they will ridicule you. And they will tell you that you're being unscientific. But it's always been the case that those who are asleep would try to keep others asleep because it's a threat when others start to awaken and you want to stay asleep comfortably and you see that no, there is activity at another level that I'm being left out of. But the more of us that awaken eventually will create a critical mass. and not in that far in the future because of the power of God, that through the vibrations itself of the Absolute flowing through us, there will be a global awakening. And we can wait to be awakened by the power of that energy field coming to us in waves from those who are already awakened where we can be the bringers of the new dawn and those who awaken others who are able to sing them awake with the beautiful mantra Taktwamasi
and not just singing in the physical realm, but as the angelic beings that we are. For this realization awakens our subtle bodies, our bodies of light, and our interdimensional potential, and enables us to fly in those angelic realms and accomplish miraculous awakenings and healings and assistance for those who are asleep. So that the next stage of our evolution of consciousness will happen when it's supposed to. And a world that is in stress, trauma, anxiety, anger, war, terror, can be transformed again into a world at peace. And so each of us here, because we are already awakened to that truth, are part of the band of those who will awaken the world. And the benefit of that role, rather than waiting for it to happen at the end, is that the power of Shiva flows through us. The love of Allah flows through us. The wisdom of the Buddha nature flows through us. The joy of Krishna flows through us. The vastness of Vishnu fills us. And the blessings of that realization then stay with us for life after life, for eternity beyond life. Because that becomes the baseline, the sanskara of our being. Not the ego, but the God-self. So that forever after, I am that, becomes the resonant energy field that sings that song in every universe, to every being, automatically in the silent presence of the blissful self that you will have become. May you choose that blessing here and now in this last lifetime of Kali Yuga before the transition begins.